On this episode of After a Few Podcast, we welcome in special guest, super fan, Ty Hollis. Uh, this guy is a Browns diehard. I can't wait to get him uh, in here. He's kind of in the same boat as you are, Scott. Yeah. Browns got a Browns fans got to stick together. So this should be really interesting. This guy is a loose cannon. Uh, I love him to death, but good grief. Uh, we welcome back in Money, who's joining us for a studio, or he's in studio. We're talking karaoke. Money's got something planned. Money, money, money. Chicka, 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 what, what? <laughs> oh, God. We got Tiger Woods talk, college basketball. Uh, Buckeye's not in the final four. We'll go over that briefly. Uh, let's strap the tree to the roof, Griswold. Here we go. Here we go. Ridiculous. This guy's serious right now. He's a little incoherent. What's happening? Throwing bangers out. OH! Oh god, here we go. Okay, guys, want to talk to you about something. Uh, you want to get serious about winning money using a proven system. If you bet on sports and are competitive as us, uh, you know the frustration of losing critical bets when you need to keep your bankroll at a steady rise. Not anymore. We have a guy that has a proven system, uh, proven winners every single day. The fireman is our go-to guy. He's my go-to guy. He has one packages, one day packages. He has full season packages delivered to you daily with winners. You want college football package? He's got it. You want the full NBA package? He's got it. If you bet on sports, there is not one guy I trust more than the fireman. Absolutely. And he's been generous enough to give us one pick every episode. Later in this episode, listen for his pick. You can follow him on Twitter at, at @PTTheFireman. That's at PT the Fireman and start up on your game and winning more sports bets today. All right, so I want to talk about something to start off with today. Uh, first week we had a dumbass of the week. You remember we did that dumbass of the week, the first episode? That was really fun. Yeah, uh, Tiger Woods, and he is back in the news, but not for a sex scandal this time. He is actually back in the top 10 favorites to win the Masters. What do you think? I love it. I love it. You uh, love it. It brings back childhood memories. Uh, it's good for golf. There's there's nothing there's nothing negative to say about it. All the negatives. I I, I say this every episode. I swear, uh, it's for my pleasure only. I don't really give a crap about your past or your present or what you do on your off time. Just show me a good time on the TV. Uh, minus eight in the hero tournament. He was leading the tournament. Um, yes, he did handpick the players. But let me tell you something. All of the best players in the entire world were playing there ricky fowler ended up winning the tournament but it's great to see tiger back uh like i said it's great for golf his swing he's getting it figured out um the question is will he win another major it it is good for golf it's good pr i agree i think i don't think he's going to be competitive long term i think it's good for golf i think it's mostly a pr stunt it's a whole it's a marketing thing he's gonna make a bunch of money off of it i think enough time has passed now where People are more accepting of what he did and what happened. Um, some people are still going to be pissed. Quite frankly, though, I think that he'll probably hang around for a couple of years, and I think he's better off going to the senior tour, and he's going to kick everybody's ass on the senior We're tour. We're not ready for the senior tour. He's still playing top-level golf. Obviously, if 
He's he. he finished... I don't know, but he's never going to be the same Tiger that he was. No, 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 no. That's no question. But I, I, it's good to see him back. Good to see him on the TV. Uh, I can't wait for the Masters. It's going to be awesome. Speaking of news, Levar Ball has his kids back in the news again, and I hate talking about Levar Ball because I hate it. I don't. I Why are we talking it. about but this? Because this is crazy to me. Okay, Leangelo Ball pulled from the UCLA team a couple days ago. Um, Lamelo is is the senior. He should be a senior in high school. I love that name, by the way, Lamelo. That's that's yeah. Brilliant. I mean, that's top shelf. Um, basically, he gets pulled from his high school to be homeschooled. Well, coming out today, they're basically saying that they are both going to sign with agents and go play overseas. What the. Why? Like, what? What are you, What are you gonna do? How are you gonna make a productive career? Name me one person in the history of sports that has came that has started out overseas and has come back and had a productive career anywhere in the United States. Josh Childress. And you don't even know who that guy is. But... I I know who Josh Childress is. You jack wagon. Okay. It, You're it, telling me say, that Lamelo say, Ball is Josh Childress? No, and I'm saying I'm not saying he's he's crazy good, but I mean he scored 92 points in a in a high school game. Like congratulations, you shot from half court. My thing <laughs> is this is what this is my question. He's going to sign with an agent. Does that mean he's ineligible to play college basketball? He is, but a good thing with this is that takes his year away. He doesn't have to play any right. college basketball. I, I do. And he can go straight to pros then. He, so he has to go over there and play. Uh, what one year? I'm I'm pretty sure it's one year. Yeah, it's but the equivalent of what you'd play in the NCAA. My question is, he's 17 years old. He should be a senior in high school. If he goes over there and starts playing right now, does that mean he can go to the league at 18, or does he have to wait one more year? So does he have to go there and play two years? Just one year. It'd be no different than uh, you know, graduate high school early. I I think it's the stupidest move in the entire world. Lamel. Uh, Leangelo is never. No one wants him on their team. Right. No one wants Levar Ball. I was gonna say they don't want to deal with with Levar. Like that's the thing. Like, quit micromanaging your kids' lives. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. He is. He was the. He is the best. And and this is what I'm gonna give him credit for. He is the best marketer for his kids. He did the best job that I've probably ever seen. But now, once his kids are in the in the prime time and they can't perform. They're getting knocked down. You you come out with five hundred dollars stupid shoes that aren't selling. Right. You uh, make stupid PR moves. You go on ESPN, um, just yapping a big just, game. Just quite frankly, he is uh, writing checks that his kids are never going to be able to cash. And right. it's not it's not fair to them. I do want to I do want to say one more thing on this. Uh, the Lakers have they. They they're calling this the Lavar Ball rule. So Lavar Ball <laughs> was basically uh, going to press conferences and getting interviewed. You know, like a family member is getting interviewed by the media. Well, right. no more, no more. They created a rule if if your son, if you if you're related to the family, you cannot get interviewed anymore. And they're calling it the Lavar Ball rule. And for that, I I don't even know what else to say. I mean, it's people like that that they're epitome of ruining sports for not not only their it's it's about the kids first of all and I, I know they're older right but give me a break like you're way too involved in this i don't care how good of a marketer promoter he is he's not that good of a marketer promoter right. because once he get once they get there they've got to perform they're gonna fail you learn more by failing than you do by succeeding and by putting them up on this pedestal he's just making expectations for them that they'll never be able to live up to and it's just gonna be detrimental to them in the long run it already has been 
Yeah, and we don't really agree a lot, but I do agree with that. I do got to get your opinion, though. Rafael Palmeiro <laughs> at 53 wants to come back and play in the MLB. What's going on? I want to talk about this. I have some stats on this, too, oh, by the way. I think, uh, so Palmero obviously exited early in 2005 and claimed that he never, before he was basically suspended. He was one of those steroids guys, right? Okay, so this is what happened. He got suspended in 2005 and just basically quietly retired instead of uh, serving the suspension. Months prior to that, and all of these freaking congressional hearings that we had which don't get me started on that why the united states government should be involved in baseball is beyond me but anyway he testified that he had never taken steroids period in his life i remember ever and he looked old doing that he did and then he tested positive like two months later or whatever and then got the suspension handed down yeah so basically he he could still play then and this is kind of a you know, comeback tour for him to see if he can still probably prove to himself, you know, blah, blah, blah. I never willingly took steroids. They rubbed some cream on me, Balco, like whatever, this bull crap. So he's trying to come back and basically finish what he started and end on a higher note and, you know, not have a sour note in his career. Right. So I think that he has a shot. But it's going to be more, it's like Tiger Woods, it's going to be more of a marketing stunt than it is so, really going to be. So you'd rather have Rafael Palmeiro at 53 than Tim Tebow in his baseball prime, yes, let's call it. 100%. Okay. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> and Satchel Page, number one, pitched his last game at 59 years old, went three innings, only gave up one hit. Bartolo Colon played for the Twins last year, age 44. He's still playing. He's still playing. He's free agent coming in 2018. Had a phenomenal season. Is ridiculous. Uh, Julio Franco, the oldest recorded player to retire, Satchel Paige technically would be, but they couldn't figure out when his real birthday was because he was born really early in the century and he was a slave, blah, blah, blah. Um, So Julio Franco is the oldest recorded retiring player, retired in 2007 at age 49. Granted, he went 10 for 40 that season, only had 40 at-bats and 45 plate appearances. Um, batted 250. I mean, it's possible is what you're saying. three years prior to that, at the age of uh, 46... He batted over 300 for the season, and he had a fair number of plate attempts. Like, so I could see possible. a DH. Like, I could see a DH. Oh, he's port. not going to do anything but DH. Like, I'm not saying that he's going to play okay. a position at all. Yeah, and and I want to throw out one of those guys you just said, Bartolo Colon. Just, when I think about him, I just think that he is, like, seriously shotgunning beers in the dugout, like, pregame. Well, probably. I mean, look and at... And going out there and just, like... Look at Babe Ruth. He did a dozen hot dogs and drank, like, a keg of beer before every game, and... Yeah, set the first home run. Record, I, I don't so. know. Fifty three seems really old. I can barely move. I'm twenty seven. Well, I know that's what I'm saying, and that's going to be the thing. He's not going to be able to do anything but DH. You get these older guys that come back in there, and then older guys that get at the end of their careers, and that's all they really do. He's going to be like double the age of some of these people. That's true. That's like, well, his son right now, uh, Preston, I believe his name is, is part of the Orioles organization. He's like twenty two. So how does that feel for him to be like, oh, yeah? So you my know, dad, dad's coming back. Dad's out hitting me. Uh, However, you did have um, Ken Griffey, senior and junior, were in the league at the same time, and so were Cal Ripken and junior and senior. So that's good stats, Scott. Uh, speaking of steroids, I want to go quickly to this. Uh, yeah. Russia has been banned for uh, the 2018 Sochi Winter Olympics, and it's it's the uh, 
Netflix documentary that you have to watch it. It's 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 insane watching this guy. Uh this guy go going through the process. I mean, he gets so much inside information from this guy. And now what's the documentary called? Uh Incubus. Incubus. In, in, I don't even know how to say it. Incubus. All well, right. Just Google it. Oh, Google it. Yeah, just Google it. Uh <laughs> so Hayden, uh my uh, sister's fiance God. is is just out of his mind drunk. And smartest guy I know. Uh yeah. out of his mind drunk this past weekend and he's telling my parents this story. He's sitting on the couch just yipping and yapping about this. He's told the same story five times. He got to <laughs> a point and then he restarts the story over. I mean, maybe so, it was a really good story. Yeah. So you can tell like when Hayden starts yapping, like it's like, okay, Hayden, you're drunk. You need to go to bed. So after about the fifth time he restarted the story, I had to finally go up to my sister. She was just sitting in bed and I had to go up there and say, Hey, can you go down and say mom and dad? Like Hayden is Hayden is on like the sixth time he's told this story and and it's getting ridiculous. One thing I do want to point out about this uh Sochi Olympics 2018, it couldn't be worse though for for what's going on in the world right now because we're going to we're going to all send our best at winter athletes over to South Korea and North Korea is like freaking launching nukes. It doesn't make any sense. The U.S. is now, they're thinking about seriously pulling the U.S. players out of the Olympics because of this. And it's, it's, it makes me mad, but why, why South Korea? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think, first of all, we covered a few things there. Let me, let me touch on Russia for a second. I don't know why this is a surprise to anybody. Like this is a big story and I don't understand why anybody is surprised. Look at Russia back in the 70s and 80s. Their women athletes looked yeah, like they're... Rocky Balboa. Okay. And and they with like a and it has Adam's been going beer. on. That's what I want. Like you need to watch this documentary on on Netflix because it details like how far this goes back. And it's nuts. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It it hasn't stopped, okay? When uh and money can back me up on this. I'll have money jump in on this. The people that train these athletes a lot of the trainers for these athletes, especially Russia, and I'm sure it happens in other countries too. I'm not saying the United States is, you know, uh, completely kosher with all of our right. practices either. But the trainers for that, it's how they can pass the doping test. Yeah, that's all it is. I, I, I've got some reliable information on that. We got a source. We got a source. <laughs> so, and and that's the thing. Like people are for hire for that because you can make crazy amounts of money. How much? I mean, if Putin, and well, that's the thing. When, right. when when you watch this documentary, you will see Putin is at the top of this. He is leading. He is pulling the strings 100%. here. Hundred percent. I mean, that's that's what Russia is. He pulls the strings on everything. Like, yeah, you know, I, it's 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 cheating. It's not fair to the sport or whatever. But basically, they just got caught again. But yeah. I just I just don't understand why this is such a big big yeah. surprise to everybody. It's it's not the, really a big surprise though. The South Korea thing, uh, that's a predetermined yeah location. I, I understand that. So, but North Korea has been off the rails for a long while. Agreed. So I think that it would probably be in the best interests of the committee to move it. However, you can't move you it. You can't move it. No, you can you can tell your athletes no, we're not. We're not going. That's over the there. only option you have because you've already got the country that's What's hosting wrong with it to X generate games? the revenue. Let's just have another X Games. X Games is stupid. X Games has to be bigger than the Winter Olympics. Are you kidding me right now? No, the only thing I'm going to come knock that beer out of your hand. That's the most ridiculous what's statement the, uh, you've ever made what's on this the, show. What's the only game that I really give a crap about? Curling. 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 That's the only. That's the only game. They don't have curling in X Games. Yes, they do. I'm pretty sure no, they don't. They have curling in the. No, 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 no
<laughs> it is extreme. Extremely crazy awesome. Dude, those Sweep! Are- yeah. Sweep! Yeah, get that's the, the most extreme thing about it. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is that's the only sport that I really give a crap about watching. I mean, I'm not watching wait, people wait, dive wait, on wait, a half wait. pipe or whatever. So, time out. You're saying that the X Games is better than the Winter Olympics, but all you care about is curling. I, wait, tell me one... Uh, yeah, spit it out. Tell me one Olympic game where you can snowmobile... I'm pretty that's sure a, they, they. I'm pretty sure they've incorporated all these X games. That's Bob Most of the X games. That's into, bobsledding. I was gonna say, didn't the the Winter Olympics? Snow, wait, now. snowmobiling is bobsledding. No, bobsledding is like the uh, X Games version of Olympics. Dude, you have your facts so backwards. It's not even all right. Funny. Whatever. You're, you're telling me you don't like watching the the ski jumping and like luge and skeleton run and all that bobsledding and all that stuff. Like I like summer Olympics better. Do, do you, well, everybody likes the summer Olympics better, but okay. that's what I'm saying. Winter Olympics are way better than the X games. X games are a bunch of ridiculous, crazy cracked out weed smoking California hippies that just decided to strap themselves to a board and break all their bones. Yeah, but they're good and they don't break their bones. You would break your bones. Yeah, They break their bones all the time. Are you kidding me? Name me one, name me one extreme athlete that hasn't broken probably at least half a dozen bones in his body. Name uh, me one. Name uh, me one extreme athlete off the top of your head, actually. Tony Hawk. Oh, name me one Winter Games athlete. Uh, Sean White. Yeah, I knew you were going with Carrot Top. <laughs> All right, That's so suck it. Uh, moving on from the Winter Olympics, I want to talk about something here quick. We got a buddy, uh, one of our friends, we're not going to name drop, but just became Facebook official as of Ooh. last night. So has the ship sailed? If you're Facebook official, it's pretty much over, right, boys? Money, you take this one. Uh, you know, it... it, it, it. I'm happy for the boy. Yeah. And, and it's I'm a big happy, deal. I'm, I'm it's happy a big deal. it's out there. It's a big well, deal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it couldn't happen to a better guy, in my, <laughs> in my opinion. All right. Most That's, fun. All right. uh, so, okay. But I was thinking more like a, let's attack it. No, no, like, nobody. Let's attack. Yeah. I mean, we're in, we're in what? 2017 now. Nobody is gives it, a, is it nobody gives a, a thing? shit about Facebook. And, and that's what and we're 26, 27 people years that old. care about Facebook are like our parents that are just now catching up to that technology. Right. And that's kind of where I wanted Have to go. Have you seen the, I can't has cheeseburger meme. Oh, you know, look what I posted the other day. There's a baby playing with a kitten. Like that's the people that use Facebook anymore. that are actually serious. Right. About it. And, and that's that kind of where I wanted, get, I, I wanted to get, I wanted to get, I saw a couple comments comments they're just killing me i i I mean it's fine it's it's funny like that's something like once you get to that point in your relationship it's funny it's not like the entry point of your relationship anymore which is what it used to be when we were younger right like okay yeah we're definitely that or i knew people like that's how you're gonna find out if you're actually gonna be in a serious relationship is you send them a facebook request that's not what it is anymore it's like oh yeah we've been dating for like you know several months like six months now so yeah, I guess right. we should probably put that on Facebook because people are probably going to expect that. Correction, I think it was in my uh, ICQ profile. Ooh, ICQ. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh. that's, that's throwback. Just, I mean, literally, you had to tell your parents, all right, mom, we're not taking any calls. I'm getting on my dial-up internet, and I'm, I'm chatting. <laughs> it was like, yeah. And it was like you Uh-oh. everybody was like talking on at the at the basketball game or football game. They're like, All right, we're gonna go get on ICQ and ICQ. Like, and there was your night. So uh We were we were uh I remember um AIM more than I remember yeah, ICQ. AIM, AIM was cool, but like I didn't I guess I didn't get into AIM. See much. Our, my group of friends used AIM. We didn't get an ICQ. Yeah. 
Well, I guess you weren't cool at our school unless you probably had not. Kid. We would have fought if we weren't at the same high school. So Scott, I would have dunked on you twice with a trampoline. I'd have just kneecapped you with baseball bat. So <laughs> oh, whatever. I don't care. All right, we're gonna. <laughs> like I said, we got a ton coming up. Uh, still, we got this karaoke money's planned for oh, us. We don't God. have any idea what's going on with this. So he's kind of running this shindig. We're kind of scared. So it's like we have our own show and. We're going to let Justin kind of control our faith, which scares me. And don't worry. We also still have Aaron coming up, and I'm sure he's going to tell us about how the Buckeyes deserve to be. In oh, the yeah. Playoffs. I got I got Barry's got so. beef, a little bit of Barry's got beef. Uh, we got the Fireman's NFL lock this week. That is the it's going to be the NFL pick. Uh, we got our boy Ty Hollis, the craziest, the craziest. I'm telling you, Can't you guys wait. are going to you guys are going to flip. Um, let's what do you want to jump into? Um Let's go ahead and do. Uh, I want to hear your uh, your Ohio State. Okay, I mean, I'll just jump right into it. Barry's got beef. I mean, I got beef just be, just for the simple fact. Uh, Alabama might have been. They are probably the better team. They okay. absolutely are the okay. better team. So they are the better team, and, and I will agree with that because Ohio State is unproven. You lose by thirty one, you don't there's, deserve to get in. There's a butt coming. Yeah, they don't deserve to get in. That my problem is is that there's no consistency with this stinking committee over the past four years. You want to change your okay conference championships matter okay like strength of schedule matters so me and me and money were like out of our minds blued out on on friday and we turn on the uh we turn on the espn and (laughs) we turn on the espn ESPN, and uh basically uh the mud dogs did not win the bourbon bowl but um the boybin bowl but basically they are talking about strength of record tell me what sor means what is this? You want to make ESPN is like literally making stats. So wait, up. is that different than strength of schedule? That's what I'm trying what's to the, ask. What's the, they had a yeah strength of schedule and a SOR strength of ranking or something. And, and Alabama like was that. like number seventh in the nation, and so, we're just like sitting there looking like, are we that drunk or is ESPN that stupid? Well, well I think ESPN's that stupid. Here's the challenge they're facing though: is there are too many conferences and too many crappy conferences, quite frankly to be able to set this up like the NFL or like professional sports does it. Okay. And uh, if you want to talk about professional sports, you're going to talk about um, teams leading their divisions that probably don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Um, Right. But it's set up that way and anybody can still win on any given day. You can't do that with college football because there are just too many conferences. That's perfectly fine. But my, this is my Barry's got beef point right now. Alabama played Auburn. Okay, they lost yeah. to Auburn. They did not play Georgia. They never got to play Georgia. Yeah. Ohio State played Penn State, which was in the top. They were number two in the nation. Right. Michigan State, they were in the top 10. We we waxed them by 45. Maybe at home, whoop-de-doo. They were overrated. We didn't beat Wisconsin. Be we didn't beat them looking good, but we won the Big Ten Championship beating them. Right. We, never, that we were the only team to beat them okay we played michigan michigan was still ranked i don't care how bad they were i think they were terrible but they were still ranked in the top 25 consistently throughout the year whether or not you agree or not they had eight wins a lot of sec schools did not have eight wins yeah my thing is if michigan fans want to come at us and they want to say and they want to basically say like okay like ohio state didn't get screw you dude get your team better your team is terrible, and that's why we're not in the in the playoff. Okay, we're, we're, if if we have a serious if 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 Michigan is ranked in the top twenty, 
and we get extra points for beating them, how can you not leave us or put us in? But Michigan, they're on the borderline of awful. They can't make up their mind who's quarterback. Harbaugh it, it needs to throw those pants away and burn them. Get get black pants for next year, dude. Don't break headsets. You might win games. All I'm saying is NFL is going to have a five-loss team in the wild card playoffs right six six loss six, six, six loss. for a divisional champion okay. that was my point okay so they're gonna have that now we're one division below that that is the nfl or that is the uh college football what right. we're talking it's, about yeah and then one division lower than that they're still doing the same thing they're they're sure. doing the nfl thing like best teams still go it's it, the system is so flawed you cannot leave you cannot leave a decision up to 13 people with any what biased. I understand Agreed. the computers screwed people in the BCS perfectly fine. But when you are going to sit here and tell me that Ohio State does not deserve to get in over Bama based on everything you've told me the past four years, you're lying and you're full of crap. 100% they don't you're deserve full of crap. to get in over You're Bama. full of crap. Alabama is a Iowa. Better, Let's talk about Iowa. 31 points. You don't deserve to get in. But what I'm saying is Ohio State's resume is better than Alabama's. No, and that's not. what they're telling us. If we would have beat Iowa... Yes, we should get in. Duh. 100%. If we if we lose by if we lose by 15 to Iowa, we no. get in. No, 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 no. I no, believe no. that. I, we have to beat Iowa. I Iowa is that. unranked. Iowa is a strong team, but they are unranked the entire year. But the That's thing you need us. to and and we have two losses on our record. Alabama has one. They're a better team. If we played Alabama head to head, I believe that they would win. Yeah, I believe that too. But what I'm then saying, then how are you even making this argument that Ohio State should be in over them? That's my ridiculous. argument. Is our strength of record is better based strength, on? You were just telling. You were just okay. telling me the strength of record was a ridiculous stat. Strength of schedule. I'm saying what I just said. Penn State, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Michigan. All these teams. Oklahoma. We we had the balls to play Oklahoma. You want to sit here and play Mercer and Fresno State I, and yeah. all these crap teams. You're. Obviously, you can go. You can you can stink and go eleven. I take and one. your point on that. Okay, but my the, and I'm going to end it on this, and and I'm done talking about the Buckeyes. But what I'm saying is, if Ohio State and Wisconsin did not play that game, if they did not play that game, Wisconsin was in over Alabama. Yes. Correct? Yes, hundred percent. If they didn't play that, if they won that game or they didn't play that game, yes, Wisconsin. Why does it matter? They, if you can tell me, if you can sit here and tell me that the Big Ten is is not deserving of one team, the best team in the entire conference to get in this playoff, uh, SEC is is always going to be good and always going to be favorited and whatever. But there has to be some. I, I, I need answers. I don't disagree. I need so, an answer to why why we even play that Big Ten game. What, can, do we have the right to cancel and and let Wisconsin get in? Because I'd rather Wisconsin get in than Alabama. So here's the problem. Do you agree that the computer point system, the BCS, was flawed? Yeah, stupid, because there's better teams. Is it better now, today, or worse than it was with the computer point system? Just answer me that. Uh, yes or no? Better. It is better today. Yes, I agree. Here's the problem. You were coming from a seriously flawed system that had been flawed for so long right. that it's going to take time to implement a better system overall. We are better now with the four playoff team yeah. system. I guarantee, Agreed. guarantee, and I know, I know, Kenner's going to be pissed that we're not having him as part of this discussion. But I'm going to bring it up. We are going to have an eight-team playoff. You will see an eight-team playoff definitely 
within the next few years. I guarantee you will. All right. So here is what I believe that should be done. Okay. They need to have all of the major conferences. Yep. Five. Top five. Top five Power conferences. Five. Power five. Winner the of the winner of the get conference in. championships, so there's five. they get in. Yes. I agree. So you got five. And then three wild cards. You've got three wild card spots, 100%. Do agree with that. And I want to... This is this is my suggestion, and, and this is... Or actually, it's a question. Yeah. If there was four teams that got in in the BCS setting, and then they did a playoff one to four, would Ohio State have got in over Alabama this year on paper? I don't think so. It, because the eye test is the only thing that, that cost Ohio State. And I totally I agree with it. I totally agree that Alabama is a better team, but you the wreck like they don't want Ohio State in, which is perfectly fine. If you want to well, be and it's, here's, it's, and here's it's the, the S E S P N C I hear you. I don't I don't disagree with that. I don't I don't disagree with that at all, but here's the problem. Like you said, when you have a panel of people picking this out, whether or not you can try and be as impartial as you want, I don't care what you say. Human error is always going to be biased to some degree. The problem is right. the problem is they stuck their necks out last year and put Ohio State in over Penn State, and look what happened. They got the shit kicked out of them by Clemson first round. Clemson is number one ranked team going to the playoffs right. again this year. They are protecting themselves because the backlash for Ohio State yeah. getting their asses whooped again this year would be so great that they would never totally. Even be able I totally to agree, and and Alabama Clemson is probably going to be a epic game. And I got Alabama. I got Alabama winning that game. I don't. I think Dabo Sweeney and the Tigers win. I mean, easy. we'll agree to disagree for now, but it's just like we need answers. We need a consistent. We need to figure out this because everybody loves college football. It's like the Agreed. best. It is un. And this is, is the biggest un- argument, the only argument you can really have against college football. But bear with the system. They will evolve it because there will be more of an outcry right. like we're having right now. And, and I do want to say on the record that Ohio State and Alabama both did not deserve to get in. But one of them teams had to get in. USC was not. They didn't have the wins. Alabama or Ohio right. State had to get in, so they had to pick one. You've got to play it safe with Alabama in that situation. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with the pick. you got to put Alabama. They're a better team. I mean, they are. I agree with your strength schedule argument, but they had one less loss, and we lost Iowa. So it was an easy decision, in my opinion. All right, we're going to get straight to the uh, fireman's pick before we bring in our boy uh, Ty Hollis. All right. Uh, Game of the week, uh, fireman is saying 1 p.m. Eastern start time, Houston minus three. He says, why? The homecoming for Jimmy Garoppolo is over. Good job, Jimmy. You defeated the Bears 14 or 15 to 14, five trips to the red zone and four field goals. Houston has a better defense. Tom Savage has been connecting better with Hopkins as of late, which I totally agree on. Hopkins agree. is a better fantasy. I mean, I look at things from the fantasy perspective. He looks at things from the betting perspective, so I see where he's going with this. Experience at home will get the job done in Houston. Look for Clowney and company to presser Jimmy and defeat the 49ers by four points or more. Firemen out. There's your pick. Bet it. Bet the farm on it. This guy knows his stuff. Absolutely. If you lose the farm, it isn't my fault. <laughs> you ain't going to lose the farm, though. The fireman knows what he's talking about, for sure. This dude, I mean, seriously. This guy's got his stuff together. Let, let's bet on him. Let's bet together. Let's win some money. Uh, speaking of winning some money, Ty, how much? You owe me like 100 bucks. For what? You you owe me like a, a 100 bucks for uh, all my services that I've done to you. You haven't done anything for me. You know what? Um, 
tie. We, we're, we're bringing in the biggest Cleveland Browns fan of all time, in my opinion. I've I've never met somebody so passionate. The 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 gear that we've got going on here is just he shows. You, up. you didn't hype this up enough because he's it, the most hardcore fan I think it, I've ever met. He shows up. He's got a uh, he's got a button down coat Whoa. that he whips off, and he's got a Cleveland Browns shirt underneath of it. He literally had a Cleveland Browns stocking hat on. Took that baby off. Uh, we're flipping to a suntan hat. We'll, we'll have pictures on Twitter. Of this we're we're going to have to get we'll a, picture a picture with him. Uh, Ty, what's going on with the Browns? They're getting ready to be awesome. They're they're playing the they're playing the Packers this week. Uh, we understand if the Browns can somehow decide to pull out a win, which I honestly hope they do. For God's sakes, just get this over with. Get Look, the misery. Aaron, the Browns are going to win out. They're, they're going to win out? Yes. Ooh. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you're full of crap. But if, if you do win this week, I think you keep Aaron Rodgers on the bench. And and I would say that's a win. If you can keep one of the top three players out, uh, he, he probably isn't going to come back. But what are the honest-to-God Browns' chances to win this game? Look, Sashi was fired. He's been holding the team back. That's all we need to do is get rid of his dead weight. We're going to go four zero from this point on. I mean, you can back up that he was making some pretty good draft picks, though. Dude, it's common sense to draft Miles Garrett. That was a no brainer, even though he almost messed that up by getting Trubisky. Oh God! <laughs> if you'd have got Trubisky, would you have sold your season tickets? No, but I would have probably had a heart attack. <laughs> So uh, since 2004, our our boy Ty has been on the uh, Browns so-called fan committee. Explain that for me. Well, they didn't let me come back after 2014. So it was uh, they did a search of the 20 like biggest fans that they thought that they could reach, and uh, I applied, went to Berea, and uh, they accepted me to be on their board and they ran different ideas by us to enhance the fan experience. So you're to blame for like the past three years of misery. No, Aaron, (laughs) I said fan experience. I did not draft players. I did not sign free agents. Well, maybe you should. We'd have probably been better off. Oh yes. I, if they would have listened to me, yes, we would be a whole lot better. Probably would have gone to the playoffs by now. The play- you can't even win a damn game, and you're trying to go to the playoffs. Next year, we will make the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, if you were the new GM of the Cleveland Browns, what position are you drafting this year? <clears throat> are, you, are you all in on Baker Mayfield? Seriously? Are you all in on this guy? Can you afford, as an organization, to take another quarterback, risk it all, or do you build in the draft and then sign a uh, quarterback in free agency? I mean, there's going to be a ton out there. Kirk Cousins. There is. If you can get Kirk with with some young talent, what do you, what are you doing? Look, are you taking Baker? If I was the general manager, I'd bring Kirk Cousins in. I'd have a dump truck of money, some prostitutes. Oh God, some liquor. 
and say, <laughs> these are all yours if you sign on a dotted line. So so basically- Whatever it takes to sign Kirk Cousins. That would be my first th- choice, Kirk well, Cousins. Well, and the problem is right now, our uh, our best quarterback is arguably in, in Denver right now because we're still paying out his contract. He's terrible. <laughs> he is terrible. I'm not saying he's good. I'm saying I don't. E- I don't even want to hear it from you. Don't even want to hear it. They're 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 worse than the Browns, and and let me tell you something. They are worse than the Browns. Their division is not very good. The Chargers are making leaps and bounds, but the Browns are in a. I mean, they have to play the Steelers. You know, the Steelers are not an easy. There, that's a loss. Two years or two games every year, loss. Right, Ty? Not anymore. We got rid of Sashi. What the? What does that change anything? You got rid of Sashi. You got Josh Gordon back. What? You still got to have a player that throws the ball to him. You still have to have a defense that stops anybody. And you're still the typical Browns. You're 0-12. All we need is hope. Getting rid of the dead weight, getting rid of Sashi was all that we need to do was turn the corner. And, and, see. and so, our defense is not that bad. Yeah. Defense is not the number one problem with our team. They're they're not the number one problem, obviously. There's tons of problems. Agree. But, so, so, Ty... You got rid of Sashi. Mm-hmm. You keep Hugh on for now. What are the chances? I mean, he's going to finish the year out. Like, you can't just fire the guy right now. Like, you're 0-12. If if you're going to ride this misery train, you're going 0-16. If you want to, like... if I if, just told you, don't you listen? We're going to be 4-0. Okay. From this point on. So, it's a new season from now on. Correct. A new day. New day. And uh, they're going to win four in a row. So who they got? They got Packers this week. You think they're going to beat uh, Brett Hundley? That that dude is Aaron Rodgers the second. Oh my God! No, I'm taking this one because if Good. I hear one more person compare Hundley to Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to punch him in the mouth. He is not Rodgers. He has not made a pass. He has not made. He has not farted as good as Aaron Rodgers so far this year. And I am sick and tired. Still smells good. I am sick and tired of people comparing him to Aaron Rodgers because he's not and he never will be. So you can check that right now. So, I mean, basically what I'm hearing is we have a lot of faith in the Browns. We have a lot of faith from Ty. That's what a fan is. You got to have faith in something. Okay. So as a, uh, the biggest, the biggest Browns fan that we got on the planet, how many games have you been to this year? One. <laughs> Uno. But, but we have a season which, ticket holder. Which game did you go to? Which game? Steelers. Ste- well, game one. Obviously. There you go. So you went to game one. I mean, I want to know what the best the best game day experience is, though. Like, you go down there. I, I mean, the Browns, they're so disappointing. And I know you are like you guys are like the biggest Browns fans. Have you ever been to a Browns game? Never been. We, we got to go. We'll, we'll take you to Browns game. I mean, people are like paying me to go to Browns games. No, you got to go. You got to go sit in the dog pound. It's I don't care how bad the Browns are. Dog pound is an experience like none other that you will ever have in your entire life. It's true. Agree. I don't sit in the dog pound, but I imagine if I did, it'd be awesome because I'm there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So dog best best dog pound experience that I had is the most ridiculous thing. I think I've talked about this before, but when we had uh Whedon still and we'd finally benched Whedon and um I forget who was starting at that point in time at quarterback. He got hurt right before halftime. They had to bring Whedon in. My brother and I are sitting in the dog pound. Uh, we're playing the Ravens. We ended up winning that game. And they brought Whedon on the field. I have never heard a fan base boo their own player more than I've ever heard them boo Brandon Whedon in my entire life. we bring it correct. 
<laughs> so when it, when a mother needs food, we boom. <laughs> yeah, and and I totally agree with that. I totally agree, but and I t- and w- one thing I do want to say is I want the Browns to win. Like uh Christmas Neil, we had him on there. Uh they did end up getting the 10 grand. They got that they got that <laughs> Thank sponsorship. Excedrin. Excedrin <laughs> for all these uh Browns fans that are out there suffering headaches. Excedrin did uh pony up the extra 7700. Uh they finished the $10,000 uh GoFundMe account. The parade is on as of right now. So, but, but so here's a question though. Yeah. If uh, if the parade is on, uh, Ty, will you attend the Owen sixteen parade if they go on Owen sixteen? First of all, in reference to the parade, I do not want the team to go Owen sixteen. In fact, I believe they will go four and zero from this point on. Fair. But if by some chance we would go Owen sixteen, I'm going up there to show my outreach. Really, I, I don't have that much outreach now because. They fired the dead weight, Sashi Brown. Hugh is dead weight as well. Agree. He's no. dead weight. Listen, Sashi, these players. How can you start a fire without sticks? These players are NFL players, okay? So it's not like these these players are all garbage. They are decent players. They're in the National Football League. Okay, listen. How do you justify Sashi Brown passing on Carson Wentz? No one knew Carson. I did. That's who I wanted. So what the heck were you doing on the 2014 committee when they were drafted? They stopped listening to me. Jesus <laughs> Christ, you're in the top 20 fans and you can't even get a vote? Well, we, we need to get you back on that committee, I feel like. Cause I mean, I, we'd they, be I don't even know if they've won. Oh, actually, they won last uh, Christmas Eve. They beat the Chargers to go 1-15 for the season, which was, uh, I mean, which ended Parade 1. But now we're on Parade 2. 0-16 this year. I mean, they're 0-12. Come on. Didn't we you hear the man who said we're going 4-0 the rest of the season? I understand what I heard, but, you know, I've been I've been hearing this. I, I've been hearing, okay, you know, Browns are going to win a game. Browns got the Chargers back this week. You know, Phillip Rivers, Phil Rivers, and I'm going to put this plug in right oh, here. God. Phil Rivers is that dude. If you had Phil Rivers on the uh, Browns, you might be like a six or seven win who, team. Who benched Philip Rivers first week of fantasy this year? By the way, thank you, thank yeah, you. I did. benched him, and didn't even play a quarterback. I didn't even play a quarterback, but I won. Wow. Yeah, and guess who he was playing? Yeah, <laughs> me. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, Ty, best quarterback of all time, Browns. Otto Graham. It's a good pick. Over Bernie, I like it. Otto has championships. I think he has seven of them. Yep. So when uh, the Browns moved their team, Art Modell moved the team to Baltimore. Hold on. Okay. The team wasn't moved. You make it sound like, hey, I want to move from like Whitehall to Bexley. That's a choice. They were stolen. They were abducted. There was no they were bought. choice. They were bought. No, we were. our team was stolen from us. Okay, so how much do you hate the Baltimore Ravens? Oh, man. Well, I hate the Steelers the most. Yeah, most And then I do. hate the Ravens. And then I hate Denver Broncos. That's, oh, God. That, that's the true Browns answer and, right there. And, and you hate the Broncos, not because it's my team, because Elway and the drive. I hate John Elway. He's the only man in on earth that can eat an apple through a picket fence. (laughs) Chomp, chomp, chomp. (laughs) Good God. 
Ty, what's the best game you've ever been to? Browns. Uh, the year that we beat the Steelers, and I think we knocked them out of the playoffs. And I think that was a home that was a home game. That was like four years ago, I think. And then before that was when uh, Bernie, uh, we beat Kansas City at home in the old stadium. And uh, uh, Leroy Horde had like a 97-yard run or something. It was something outrageous, but it was awesome. <laughs> if you could say one sentence to Jimmy Haslam, what would it be? Please get it right. <laughs> do, so, so do they draft Baker Mayfield? Again, Kirk Cousins. And then I would draft the best wide receiver and then the best cornerback, just off the top of my head. And what, what about the line, though? What do you think about the O-line? Well, we had a good all offensive line. That's what Sashi does. That's, I, that's fair. He could have signed Schwartz, re-signed yep. Schwartz, but he, he won the deal, but we lost the player. That's what Sashi's good at. You know, he wins the negotiation process, but we lose the player. He doesn't. He didn't resign our uh, the talent that we uh, that we had on the team that we put our hard work in. He didn't keep them. But anyways, we do need an offensive line. You can get good offensive linemen in the second and third round. Yeah. Right, and and you can see how the offensive line has hurt like teams. Uh, the Cowboys' so called offensive line um, kind of diminished without Zeke right now. Um, you can see that Seattle's run game is basically non-existent without an offensive line. Um, how much did it hurt you or like hurt the team that Joe Thomas basically got hurt, ended the streak, but how much did it hurt the Browns overall? I mean, he's probably one of the greatest offensive linemen left tackle that have, that has played a game in, you know, his first uh, time to be in a Hall of Fame, he's going to go in without a without a problem because yeah. he's that good. So you can't replace him. But the problems with that, that Kaiser's holding on to the ball too long. I think some of Hughes' play calling, not calling enough run plays to uh, you know keep the defense on its toes, has hurt the cohesiveness cohesiveness and growth of the offensive line. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, we've had that problem for how long now? You've had a bunch of inexperienced quarterbacks in there and the play calling has been not good they know what's coming and when you've got a guy inexperienced and in they're getting beat and making bad mistakes you know you just can't make up for that right I mean Kaiser the thing about the thing about the Browns is they every quarterback that comes in that whole jersey full of names that they got in the stupid whatever every single one of those quarterbacks they thought was going to be the answer maybe besides a couple it was like okay they're the backup they have to start this week whatever but they people think that like Browns fans thought Kaiser was going to be the answer this year. Who who thought that? They yeah, I, I I agree. The hype, Nobody thought the that. hype was around him. Tell no, me. he was a good value pick. That's the only thing I was excited. I was oh, oh my oh my god, Aaron, you're killing me. I was like oh my god, thank God that Sashi didn't use a fucking first round pick on that motherfucker. Yeah, but they didn't use the first round pick, but they still get him and. Turns out he's terrible. What what else is new? I mean, how can you say that he's terrible? It's you can't put that all on him. He's not terrible. 
He's a solid backup. Yeah, he's a solid backup. But when are when are we gonna make a make leaps and bounds? Get a get a quarterback that we need to. You need to build the team, but then you need. To, I think I think the free agent quarterback, like Ty said, you have to get a free agent quarterback, a veteran quarterback. I don't think you can start the team out fresh with, with Baker Mayfield. No, 100%. Or, I, a hundred percent. I I agree with him on Kirk Cousins all the way. I mean. For God's sakes, look what McCown's doing in in the Jets. You know he's how old now? in whatever season he's having a good year. Jets Jets have been historically bad the past three years, and Josh McCown is is not the answer. I'm but not saying he's, he's the, the short term the short term alternative, and they're winning games. They're looking like an actual team. That's the problem, right? But you can't have an inexperienced quarterback come in and expect for him to to lead the way. I agree. Kirk Cousins would be a great pickup from free agency. That would be the correct move. Yeah, also what? in my opinion. And, and in reference to uh, McCown, allegedly Hugh wanted to keep him, and it was Sashi that released him. So if we would have had McCown, and Kaiser could have learned and sat on the bench and been groomed. Maybe Kaiser, you know, would be a better quarterback in the future. Right. That's what you need. Right, but- the veteran quarterbacks you've had in there, you haven't had anybody that experience that was that good to learn from. I think I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I mean, but you're putting these guys like, okay, De- Deshaun Kai or whatever, Kaiser, they, you know, you draft him, you have really no other option. You throw him into the fire and you're like, here you go. You got. You got the worst team I've ever seen in my life, and oh my god, you're like Aaron Goldhammer. You're killing me. <laughs> I mean, but basically, and and then you want to blame him for making all the mistakes. It it's not one player. It's the offensive line has a block. Yes, he holds the ball. Nobody said it. No was one, one can player. get he open. Said it was one player. No one can get open. Oh, all right. we get Josh Gordon. Whatever. Back. Enough on the enough on the quarterbacks. Uh, Ty, favorite Browns player of all time for you, Bernie. Bernie. Yes. You gotta love Bernie, and and the awesome thing about Bernie right now is he uh, he just came out with a book. Um, I seen on Twitter that he's out, you know, doing autographs, uh, signing autographs at random places. You know, he's giving back. I we totally appreciate that, um, and that and that's awesome. Uh, Bernie was was he was in the deal with the uh, the transfer to the Ravens, and where where did he end up going? The Dolphins. Yeah, Bernie went to the Dolphins, and. The, the That's rest. why I became a Dolphins fan when we didn't have a team. I followed Bernie. Yeah, and the rest is history. But it, do you blame the the recent woes on that move to Baltimore seriously? Yes. Our current situation, which I could show everything that's gone wrong, I could present to you in like a bullet outline or a flow chart, depending on <laughs> what you want it in. But when... We came into existence again, and they gave us an expansion team. The NFL owners changed the rules on how you select players. Yep. Versus how uh, North Carolina, or what's the other two teams? The Jaguars and uh, what's the other one? Jacksonville and uh, Carolina. Okay, those two teams. Okay. They had different draft rules for those guys. Okay. We came into existence, okay? They changed the rules because those two teams got too good too fast. They saw how bad they did us, and they changed the rules back for Houston. Now, isn't that f***ed up? Yeah. 
But Houston went through their woes too, and they were. But bad. they weren't on the same level playing field, right. As how they set up the Browns. The Browns were put in a hole from the get go, right. And they said, "Oh, we screwed the Browns. We'll change it for the Texans." Texans have bounced back a lot faster than the Browns, right? Have. But the Browns could have also taken Deshaun Watson, and we could have been talking about a different story. Okay, that's why Sashi got fired. Do you think Sashi was honestly making all those decisions? Yes. You have two picks in the top 10. So you're telling me, you're telling me you want to go, what do you want to do here? This is what I think happened, okay? Okay. Sashi said, Jimmy, I know you don't want to hear this, but I'm going to trade the first pick and get more picks. And Jimmy said, oh, hell no, you can't be doing that shit. (laughs) That's my Tennessee impersonation of Jimmy Haslam. That was pretty good. I like that. And he said, I got to get this motherfucker out of here. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy finally made one actual decent move in getting rid of him. I I feel like it was consensus, but now I think to follow, you can't keep Hugh, man. The dude is 1-27. in I don't care how bad of a coach you are or how good or bad. If you can only win one game out of 28 games, you don't deserve to be a head coach in the NFL. How much of his involvement is in that, though? Like He's the offensive coordinator. Right. What's he got to work with? Who's making the decisions that's given him what he has to work with? You don't think he has any decision? You didn't think he had any decision-making in the past two years draft? Compared to Sashi and Haslam? Hell no. No, but you don't think his two cents included? Only Miles Garrett. Right. The only That's the only one Right, but that got. was a no-brainer. We already talked about no, that. No, no, no. They they were go- Sashi was going to get Trubisky. If you'd have got Trubisky, the whole, the whole city would have burned. I'd have shown my black ass. oh my gosh okay so we got a delusional fan uh ty hollis in here he's telling us the browns are going to win the next four who they got they got green bay uh so yeah they got the packers and then um ravens bears and they end the season with the steelers on new year's eve go steelers go steelers Oh, oh my God! Yeah, we got a Steelers fan in the house. Money is a Steelers fan. I mean, you end at four and zero with the Steelers, probably just because we'll have the number one seed locked up and uh, we'll be sitting all our players. Yeah. Ooh, shots fired! We have number one seed in the worst division in the NFL. Give me a break. You got Tom. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so I need. So let me I, ask you this. Here we go. Is Big Ben a rapist? <laughs> Hell no. I mean, Ben is not getting rowdy in a bathroom stall. Yeah. And my thing is, she wanted it. So go. Oh, my God. (laughs) Was was Johnny Manziel a good pick? No. (laughs) I did not want Johnny Manziel. I wanted Jimmy G. Hey, back in your prime, could you out drink Johnny? No one can. (laughs) Did you see his body? They, They had a picture on Facebook. Uh. That boy's got a belly on him now. Well, I can tell you why. Good mm-hmm. Lord. I, uh, enough out of you. So so I, I just want to clear this up. If the Brown or if the Steelers are a lock to make the playoffs and mm-hmm. they sit all their players, guarantee a win. We're going four and regardless whether they sit their players or not. They'll probably be like sitting at a still, drinking moonshine. Dude. 
Le'Veon would tear that defense a new ass. What are you talking about? We got like the fifth best rush defense. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you keep hating on the defense. Our running, our rush defense is fantastic. Now I don't understand why Jabril Peppers plays twenty yards off the ball. I don't understand that, but <laughs> it serves a purpose. I'm sure. <laughs> He's an extra quarterback. Yeah. Cornerback. Uh, speaking of that, um, I know you, you hate Ohio State. You sent me a uh, video, and, and I'm sorry to keep bringing up Baker Mayfield, but you literally texted me he could be my quarterback if he uh, if he has the balls to plant that flag <laughs> in the middle of Ohio Stadium. So I like that, his moxie. I haven't evaluated his quarterbacking skills. You just I like lo- his moxie. You like his attitude. Yeah. So – like You're, we could get Kirk Cousins, and then like maybe with the second pick, get Baker Mayfield, maybe. And so, then Kirk Cousins can teach him how to be a good quarterback. So uh, Saquon, what do you what do you think about him? What if what if the Browns took him first, first or first? So I don't know what exactly their their picks are. Where, where they're sitting. I'm The only I'm, thing that concerns me about him, Ohio State, with their, you know, even though it's Ohio State, they did shut down his run game. So yeah. I don't know how effective he would be as a pro running back. Yeah. I mean, the problem with me is he's not even in the Heisman candidate, which is ESPN bias, not ba- not to get back on that. But um, Saquon had an unbelievable start to the year. Um, he's going to be a good NFL running back. It, I don't the the shelf life on NFL running backs is kind of iffy. Um, who is that running back you guys took a couple years ago? Which Trent, one? Trent Richardson. Richardson? Yeah, I Rich- didn't want him. You keep mentioning mother players that I don't. I didn't want the Browns to draft, and like I'm held accountable to you, them drafting. You were on the 2014 fan committee. They didn't listen to me. <laughs> okay, but now he's in the CFL and. Uh, Things are looking up for the Browns. I thought he was going to say he was in a welfare line. I really don't give a shit where the f*** he's at. <laughs> oh, God. I tell you what, he was a good college player, but a lot of these players that – like, who wants to go play for the Browns? It, if you if you threw me – if I'm the best quarterback, say I'm Kirk Cousins right now, mm-hmm. and he's looking probably in the range of – quarterbacks are making like 25 to $30 million. And okay, I, I, I'll give him $40 million. Come to the Browns. Some booze and some prostitutes, you and, know, whatever he needs. It, you can't turn him into Johnny, Ty. This is what the problem is. This is a he's not Johnny. Come this on, is a man. cycle. Come on, man. No, you're, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the whitest guy. I, I've, I've had. I've, I've had enough. So we got a, a Broncos fan leading this discussion here. We've got a freaking Steelers fan sitting over here, and hanging on for dear life. We're me and Ty are the only two people defending the Browns. No, you're done. I'm taking the mic. Ty, okay. it's your turn. Whatever you want to say about the Browns, you've got it. This Cl- is your hot Closing take. arguments. Closing arguments. Sashi Brown was dead weight. We had to move forward. Hugh Jackson was given players that would probably be third string on any other good football team. And some good players, but not enough to make a difference. And we have no quarterback at this time. So, but by getting rid of Sashi and that negativity, we're going to move forward and go 4 0. They're going to turn it around 4 0, and we're going to leapfrog that in the next season. Just wait and see. They're going to rally as a team. 100%. I love it. 
I love the I love the brown spirit here. I love the gear. I love everything you got going on. Appreciate we're gonna post on the we're show. gonna post a picture on Twitter a tie. This guy and you won't even believe it. Um, it's great though. That's what Browns fans are though. You don't understand and you can never understand. I, I will never understand this. I mean, this dude's got the craziest Browns tattoo. He's got two bullet hole tattoos. And, and what'd you say, Ty? Yeah, people don't like them. They say they look like two buttholes that are bleeding brown and orange. <laughs> well, I mean... I think they look like bullet holes myself. Originally intended to be bullet holes, though. <laughs> yes. Okay. I love it. Well, thanks, Ty, for coming on the show. We appreciate it. It's nice to have another fellow Browns fan in the in the room and on the show so I don't have to listen to this crap the whole time. I mean, we'll be, we'll, we'll talk. He, he promises four in a row, the new regime without Sashi, what have you, they got green Bay coming up. If Brett Hundley though, I, if you say Brett Hundley one more time, I'm going to punch you square in the mouth. Bre- I'm not kidding. One more time. I will come across this. If room. the quarterback I will strangle you with my microphone. Who's cord. your quarterback? <laughs> Who knows? Ty, who knows? <laughs> Thank All you. I, know I, is- I heard they're going to fire John Elway. They're not firing John Elway. They're looking for a scapegoat. John Elway is too beloved in Denver right now. You, you, they're Boom. not going to. Get... They're tired of his teeth. He won a Super Bowl. Have you ever seen his teeth? Oh wait, how can you not see his teeth? I don't even <laughs> think he used a mouthpiece. There's like no mouthpiece configured for his mouth ever. He's an orthodontist wet dream right there. Yeah. <laughs> you would think all the money he's making, he would get his teeth fixed. What what's wrong with them? They look like mule teeth. <laughs> he likes to smile. I'm gonna Google his teeth right now and see what pops up. Tiger, <laughs> this guy, this guy's crazy. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Give him your Twitter handle. N a dog pound. N a dog pound. Not adherent dog pound. No. N a what's this N a stand for? New Albany. Oh yeah. There you go. N a dog pound on Twitter. Follow him, Ty. We appreciate having you on the show. Go Browns. Go Browns. Hey, go Browns. (laughs) All right. And ending today's show, which has been a blast, by the way. Uh, We've got Money has picked out some karaoke songs for uh, Barry and I to do. And uh, I don't know. We're seeing who who the best one is or or whatever. What's going on? I I think this all started uh, last week on the way to this holiday party. And it just got me thinking. Got Barry drunk thinking he's the best singer in the world. I am. And Scott's very musically uh, good, you know. Thank you. Thank you. And I think Barry would have to agree. Let him sing at the wedding and everything. That's true. I did did sing. We're going to put this challenge to the test. Uh, I have not told these guys what songs they're singing yet. So, uh, best of luck, fellas. All right, Barry's up first. Let's see what you got. What is the song? Christmas song? Why? Santa baby just slipped the sable under the tree for me. Been a waffle good girl. Santa baby. Jesus Christ, get this out of here. Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue. I'll wait for you later, dear Santa baby. Hurry down the chimney tonight. All right, that's it. That's it. That's it.
I love it. I love it. That was great. Okay. All right, guys. Absolutely. All right, American Talent. Not bad. American Idol. You got into it. Find me on Twitter. That was horrific. That was good. <laughs> All right, Scotty, your turn. Show us what you got. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Snow glows white on the mountain tonight and not a footprint to be seen. Kingdom of isolation And it looks like I'm the queen The wind is howling Like this swirling storm inside I couldn't keep it in Heaven knows I tried Don't let them in Don't let them see Be the good girl You always have to be Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know Well now they know Let it go, let it go Can't hold them back anymore Let it go, let it go Turn away and slam the door I don't care what they're going to say Let the storm rage on Cold never bothered me anyway Alright, that's Justin, you set me up <laughs> I, I don't believe I did, sir. I, uh, you yeah. know, uh, yeah, buddy. I'll leave it to your Twitter followers <laughs> to uh, vote the winner for you. But hey. uh, I think it's p- pretty clear cut. Thank I, you. I don't think we need to put that on Twitter. Appreciate it. Thank you. Follow us, like us at After a Few Pod. Appreciate Ty coming on with some Browns love. Thank you but guys hey, for listening. Hey. Yeah. Hey, follow follow Money too. He, he he said he was going to delete social media, but now he's back <laughs> posting on Facebook. I've got to and- give some love to my grandparents, all right? They're doing me a huge favor right now by babysitting my dog. <laughs> we love it. We Thanks. appreciate y'all. Thanks, all you listeners out there. Like, rate, subscribe. You guys are the best. We'll see you next week. All right, love you.